Andrew Jones and I'm a cinephile in chill mode. And I'm Johnny Ellis and I am movie mad in movie mad mode constantly, always. Are you movie mad? I am indeed. Have you ever felt so compelled in your movie madness that you were to lift your shirt high above your body, put your hands up really high and maybe claim you are not you but actually uh, Cornholio? And perhaps that uh, you might need some teepee for, I don't know, your bunghole? No, I feel, see, bunghole makes me think Eminem. Like, this is uh, something <clears throat> Hold on. for the podcast. Explain the Eminem reference for me real quick. Uh, there's a Was that a line in Venom? Bunghole. <laughs> My bunghole's oh, full of Venom, Venom, Venom. Venom, 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 Venom. Um, no, I just uh, I just remember him using it a, a, a few times in his lyrics, that word, and I never really heard people say it before, so that that's why I associate it with. <laughs> I once said it briefly at a friend's party, and someone said, "God, I've not heard that word forever," and we just ended up. Me and him spending the entire night slowly getting more and more drunk, seeing how loud we can just scream bunghole in the middle of Tito's in Square. <laughs> so it's like your own version of uh, bogeys. What's that? Um, Dick and Dom's bungalow. Dick and Dom in the bungalow. bungalow. <laughs> Bear with the big blue bungalow. I don't. <laughs> I never saw that because I was. I hated them. They're. they're advertising for Malam now, which is weird. They don't look like they've changed much. Yeah. Well, Anton Dick got the bank job. Yeah. Yeah. So Dick and Dom had to find something else. Yeah. But um yeah, so what is what was I imagine it wasn't in reference to um uh to Eminem then because you were so shocked at that. So what was that in reference to, I wonder? Uh, maybe it's something that we'll have to do at some point. Oh, it's not something we're doing today? Uh, no, it's something that maybe we'll have to do. America. Right. Uh, we're watching Beavis and Butthead do America today. Yeah. You've chosen this film. <laughs> yes, I have. It's a thing that I just remember from my childhood, like lying around in my cousin's uh, room, like the VHS of it or whatever. And I had no care for, to watch it. Um, I still have no care to watch it. I'm, I'm mildly intrigued. You watch. I think some of the old school uh, commentary stuff they do mm. on MTV. I didn't watch all um, 140 of them. Would not assume. Um, <laughs> I watched some of the one, you know, watched the first few and then I skipped ahead to Band Aid and um, stuff you know. Yeah, that'd be the uh, way. To David do it. Byrne. Sure. Um, 
I don't. It's like that other thing that I have been meaning to watch for ages, but I just have no real kind of inkling to. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not inclined to. What's the other thing? Um, three thousand. What's it called? Andre three thousand. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Mystery Science Theatre three. MST three K. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen bits and pieces. You've shown me things. Uh, and they look good, but I'm just like, yeah, but I'm not going to sit and watch it all on my own, like, the entire thing. Why not? What have you got that's better to do? True. I did spend, like, an hour or two yesterday flicking through all the different um, uh, streaming services to try and find something to watch, and then ended up napping with uh, um, um, with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on in the background. But you could <laughs> have watched Space Mutiny. I, do you know what? I got very close to watching the uh, Stranger Than Fiction, Than Fiction. Good film. Yeah, that was the one I got close to watching. And I was like, nah, I feel like I should watch something I've not seen before. And Even though I don't remember anything from uh, Stranger Than, Th- Than Fiction, really. It's very yeah. comfortable, very nice. Yeah, imagine it was, yeah. But yeah, uh, so t- tell me, <laughs> why did you choose this? <laughs> Because Beavis and Butthead is a very important part of the uh, culture and the evolution of culture. Okay. It is Gen Z in a nutshell. Right. And right. it is what it is the the MTV generation's second second generation. And say. what's what's the link between this and last week's film? Because you know we like to link the films together. Um, we do series seasons. This. It's December. Oh no, this is December. Okay, so is this it is new, December? New... Don't judge me. This okay. is ju- we're, we're we're judging December. Right, we're judging December. Yes, <laughs> we're doing three Mike Judge films, and instead of doing Extract, his fourth film, we've uh, decided to do something else. Yes, because fuck Extract. I watched it again for <laughs> this, you know, like two months into lockdown. I was like, I still, I mean, there's a couple of jokes, but what a waste of Jason Bateman, Ben Affleck, J.K. Simmons, Dave Keckner. Kristen Wiig, Mila Kunis, Beth Grant, and the uh, council TG Miller. Yeah. Who, well, uh, was that, in Underwater I watched thing? the other week, and that was yeah. good, except for the fact that he was in it. Um, is it on a streaming site? This. Uh, no, the one that we are not doing. Uh, uh, I don't extract. know if it is, because uh, I didn't look around for it, because ex- fuck extract. <laughs> So I was going to say, I might, I might try and give it a watch on my own. We won't do an episode, but I could mention it later on in the month if you would like me to. Well, uh, you can have a look around, I guess. I'll give it a try. If, if, if you're that, you know, desperate. <laughs> you know me, I'm desperate. Um, well, um, yeah, I don't know how... Do you think I'm going to enjoy this? I... All I know is... Two people. I'm I'm expecting an entire film, ninety minute film of them watching music videos and commenting. Okay, first off, it's like eighty minutes long. Okay, I'm expecting eighty minutes of them. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's short, right? You're going. I I genuinely think this is going to be something that might change you. Okay, I should also note that uh, I found them annoying. <laughs> Their voices. <coughs> yeah. What's, just, what's annoying about what's annoying about 
Yeah, like, if I've got to sit through that for 80 minutes, I, I only did like a handful of videos and that was probably up to about 10 minutes maybe. And that was, it got grating by then. <laughs> oh God. I don't, I don't understand. Okay, let's d- start off with what is Beavis and Butthead. Um, an animation. Okay, that was the thing. My my instinct was to uh, set you up so that you could then go, okay, what is it? So I would tell you. All right, I know it's an animation. That's all. It's, I know. A ser- it's an animated series Mike Judge made for the MTV, which right. integrated music videos and commentary, and also had short okay. episodes. Right. Well, they had adventures and did stuff. There were two stupid, goofy kids, desperate to you know make it with any woman, and also absolutely you know ring on any kind of slightly rude word. Forever, they were just they're, they're the inherent ninety slacker. Okay. Well, I'm I'm trying to avoid asking you about your um, experience. Yeah, of course. That's Susan that. Butthead. But can I ask? Have you talk about the show? Have, have you seen the show? I have a box set of the entire show. Okay, right. And uh, when it returned, so about, definitely at probably least a decade ago set. now, when, when, they, when they returned, I watched right. every episode. Okay, right. I'm, I'm okay. in the world. I've watched most of Daria when it was on TV. Yeah, when I looked it up, I looked it up on um, Wikipedia, and it yeah. said, uh, preceded by... Preceded or... Pro- followed by. Followed by um, Daria. Yeah. Um, are they all in the same universe? Because right, Dara was a character. Is this? Is this? Dara the was a character who got kind of pissed off. Okay. By, by beeps about it because who wouldn't? See, I, I I didn't know she was anything to do with Bo, Beavis and Bayard, and I'd always she'd be, <laughs> no, she'd been in the back of my head of like that. I wouldn't mind watching seeking out one day but now I know she's related to, to these two buttheads and beavises they are not involved in the spin-off show I do not believe Mike Judge actually I don't know if he did appear in okay. any of that stuff at that point he was then you know on to King of the Hill one of the all-time great the King of the Hill shows. is another I, I want to watch because uh Greg Daniels created it co-created co-created um and as it's an office so fan I feel like I should it's it's the best thing he's involved with. But now, again, now I'm, I know it's uh, it's related, kind of not directly, but same creator-wise. I mean, to, there is a character who is very similar to a character in Beavis and Butthead. Hank right. Harrell is basically in what is basically the neighbor in the in the show because okay. there's one particular you know drawing and voice Mike Judge felt comfortable with. Continuing now, for thirteen years. Do you think my lack of um of seeing any of the series because I've only seen the shorts uh will hinder me in any way? Right. Imagine you're in the nineties and you're making a uh, motion picture to release in around the world, hmm. and you realise, oh, um, what if people haven't seen anything before it? We want to make as much money as possible, so we keep it simple. We re-establish okay. things that might need to be re-established, if at all, if there is anything important. You're, you're fine. Okay. All right. You're pretty fine yourself. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just uh, don't know. The... 
I don't know how annoyed I'm going to get by the animation itself as well, because I didn't see too much of the animation in the shorts that you sent me, because it's mainly the music video with their Yeah, I, I kept away from them, because I figured I'd, I'd set you up with that, and if you wanted more, we'll go into that first. Right. But you did want more, so. Yeah. Um, perhaps the animation will help. <laughs> I think... Look, I genuinely think you are going to have a good time. I think you're going to laugh a lot. It's silly. Okay. Right. It's very dumb in a way, but it's smart. It's the smart dumb that uh, Mike Judge is so very good at. Right. Did you watch any of Silicon Valley? No. God damn, you've no. got HBO Max now. Come on, get I on know. that shit. Silicon You've got access to my iTunes. I've got all of most of Silicon Valley. I don't have the final season. And Veep that... as well. I saw. I want yeah. to give that a try. Um, there's too many shows, and, and I spend of my time too many deciding shows. what to watch and never you know. watching anything. I'm <sighs> indecisive. Or am I? I don't... Write down a list of twelve things you should get to, and then you'll have them on the side and go like, "Right, I'll get to that. Right, I'll my, get to that." My sister recently started um, uh, the on. the Office spin-off that didn't turn out to be a spin-off but parks they started it off to parks and rec yeah and that's another uh, thing. thing i got i think i did most of the first series or all of the first series oh you did six a couple 20 of, minute episodes yeah a couple of wow. times I did it, and i just couldn't get into it and i know they, it's they, probably they, like it's immediately, probably exactly like, immediately immediately okay go straight on to episode one of season two and be like <gasps> i get it now there it is Right, because how are you when you watch the first season of The Office? That's the thing. Like, like, don't be a wanker. Exactly what I was gonna. <laughs> I've got a lot of free time right now. Um, oh, you didn't mean that kind. Um, no, no, let's hear it. <laughs> um, I can't remember what I was saying now. Um, yeah, no, I I did have that same issue with The Office, and and I broke through, and it's my favorite show. So I. I understand that I need to keep with it. I think I you just, should just skip it. Now, how many, have you seen? So you've seen? You think you've seen all of the first season? Yeah, I just the first just season go, three hours. Just right, so. watch. It's two hours, mate. Oh, two hours. Okay, yeah, I'll try to get episode. Two hours. Yeah, or, or just or just immediately skip to season two. Now you've seen because they basically reestablish everything you need to know. And also, re- and I'm readjust worried. a couple of character choices. Also, I'm worried that this is it might take over uh, the office as my favourite show because I'm will I, because I like Whittles the office and Harris Whittles was one of the greatest people ever made. I like the office being my my safety blanket, my uh, my go to the what thing I put on constantly. Um, and I am becoming more and more aware of the fact that it's coming off Netflix in the states. We've still got it on uh, Amazon Prime, yes. but I don't have a thing on Amazon Prime. Where I can literally skip over the you've watched too many episodes stopper. I've got that for Netflix. So I, I literally I put it on last night at ten o'clock and I woke up at six o'clock and it was like towards the end of season eight. Um I just like that. And I, well, I Parks worry and Recreation that is, you know. Yeah, I worry that Parks and Rec is gonna take over that. Um what about Superstore? I've heard, I've seen clips of it on Facebook. Um, again, looks good. I don't know where to find it. Somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's uh, Hulu. All oh, right. That's where it is. Okay. Hmm. 
My name is Earl. I did that when I was a kid, but I never don't think I ever finished it. Is it worth going back to? It's great, and then you can follow up with uh, Raising Hope, which ends the My Name Is Earl storyline as well in the first in the pilot. Really? Yeah. They uh, give you the ending of that on the over the radio. Oh right, over the radio. I was going to say I don't remember Raising Hope to be a spin-off. No, no, that. exactly. Yeah, you know, it's kind of it kind of is a spin-off in a way because it is set in the same universe. Mm, okay. You know, thus the radio thing and also the creator and you know. Right. Why not have fun? Why not have Crabman pop up? I wouldn't mind uh, rewatching um, Ace of Wolves. Did you ever watch that? Sorry, what? Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughters, is that? Yeah, yes, I did watch Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter, slash for dating the girls with whom I am related to vaguely, if I'm the grandfather <laughs> or the, the unfunny cousin. cousin who is coming to deal yeah. with this shit, because John Ritter, RIP as well. That episode just <laughs> breaks your heart, doesn't it? The concept of John Ritter's death breaks my heart. Yeah. Him, Phil Hartman, Harris Whittles. Yeah, Robin I remember Whittles. watching it on, was it Five Star ABC or something? Plus. ABC, and then I think it moved to Five Star or something. And I remember when we watched that episode and we were like, oh, you know, we found, you know, it's, it's years after it yeah. happened. And we never knew. It's like, you know, such a shame. And we'd seen him pop up on, um, on Scrubs a couple of times yep. before then as well. Mm. And he died like what the day before they shoot, they're going to shoot his episode, and they had to then quickly. Oh, of Scrubs. Yeah, get. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. The brother in instead, and do oh. uh, his death episode. Mm. Well, yeah. Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a Colonel Cloud. <laughs> I'm Colonel. I need DP for my bunghole. <laughs> so, uh, it's called Beavis and Butthead Do America. Beavis and Butthead Do America. I'm assuming it's a road trip of some sort, because that's what I seem to remember. But, but they package. do it. Get it? Yeah. Like, sex. What, what is the road trip? I've got no idea. Except for sitting on a couch. Well, watching. I know what the road chip is. <laughs> Except for sitting on the couch and watching... It's when Alvin gets on a plane sitting and uh, sits next to John Waters and says, you know, don't judge me for eating poop. I've seen your films. That was the reason I didn't ask um, what remember, you knew. Do you know that? John Waters is, gets a cameo in Alvin the Chipmunks, The Road Chip, the fourth Alvin the Chipmunks film. And there's a joke about pimp flamingos and divines eating shit in a kid's film. Sorry? There's a joke about divine eating shit or they actually show the bunny and shit. They don't show that scene. But right. you know, Alpha goes, Don't judge me don't judge me for eating poop. I've seen your films. Oh right. <laughs> Just, <laughs> like, yeah. What who is that for? Who is that for? It's for the kids. You know, for kids. Um Thank you. Yeah, I can't for the life of me figure out what they are doing America why they for. get off the uh, the so yeah. stop watching TV and go across America for? Let me try and guess. Uh, yes, I think it might maybe something to do with their cable goes and they have to get new cable, but they have to go on a road trip to be able to do it for some reason. Or 
they they decide to go on a road trip to go to the you know MTV studios and pitch something or probably something something along the lines of that kind of thing. Am I warm? I don't know. You're pretty hot to me, but uh... <laughs> do you reckon there's any anyone famous in this film, or is it just going to be Mike Judge doing voices the entire way through? It would be nice if uh, David Byrne pops up. But I can't imagine that. You may find yeah. yourself doing America. Um, I don't know. Was this an MTV thing? An MTV movie? Yeah. Well, it was an well, MTV it, films production, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it was an MTV, the um the the show was on MTV, like. Yep. Yeah. MTV MTV might have had some pull. I think Michael Jackson. <laughs> Why? He heard that it was an animation and thought it was kids. Michael Jackson is the stuff of sleepover. Hey, <laughs> hey, touch my bungle. That. You think that's going to be a scene in this film? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if not, let's rewrite that. Let's get that going. <laughs> let's get some thing. I'm sure Mike Judge will want that version. First, let's get this film going because I'm. What? You're you're winning me over a bit. I'm I'm intrigued now. I I went into this just like all right, let's just get this over and done with. Hoping we were recording a national podcast today instead, but no. Um, no, because um, we have to fly to Nashville to do that. Yeah, yeah, true. Look, can I sell you on one last thing? Uh, okay. This this film features a uh, cover of a song by the one and only Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. They, they're part of the song. soundtrack. I mean, come on. Right. You I mean, what, yeah. Let's, you know what In the back of my head, I'm also like, it's only 80 minutes, so it can't be. It can't be the worst film I'll see because, you know, it'll be over. And, oh, it's not going to be long 80 minutes, is it? No, of course not. Yeah. Well, I suppose I'm ready. <laughs> Who knows? You might be right. I might have a whole new, um, a whole new, what do you call it? Attitude. When we come I back. Will you? Maybe. Will you, if you do enjoy it, will you be able to perform the entire second half in, <laughs> as either Beavis or Butthead? No, well, now I'm intrigued as to what happens in the second half. Let's well, say possibly. Possible. Yeah. And the film. Well, in the second half of the film, they'll be doing America, I'm assuming. The first half is prepping America. Ah, prepping America. Yeah, you've got to get some thaw do. Right. <laughs> got to melt the cheese before you stick your bread in there. <laughs> the cheese well, is America. Let's melt that cheese. The bread, our penis. Let's do it, Beavis. We request your assistance in apprehending America's two most wanted fugitives. Sketch artists have prepared the following likenesses. Uh, uh. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead hit the road. To seek their fortune. Find romance. Can I help you with that? I love you. Come to Butthead. You got two seconds. Is that gonna be enough time? Win fame. I am Gorgonio! 
These are the most dangerous men in America. I want these faces in front of every Fed and two-bit sheriff within a thousand miles. Get the hell out of the cockpit! You're fed. No! And do an entire nation. Check out what that TV. I think I found the remote. That's amazing! <laughs> <laughs> this is the coolest thing I have ever seen. You want to see something really cool? What is this? I'm on a bus with chicks. <laughs> In an adventure too big for your television. Did we miss Baywatch? <laughs> no. Beavis and Butthead do America. I extend my deepest thanks. <laughs> he said extend. Two thumbs up. Yeah. Two that thumbs was a, up. That was the Siskel and Ebert opinion. That is the only uh, critical review on the DVD. In the UK, even, where Siskel and Ebert weren't a thing. That's still what they chose to put on there, because I believe it's just like uh, Siskel and Ebert gave it two thumbs up. This film. So if you think that Beavis and Butthead isn't for you, these acclaimed critics think it's so good that you should stop what you're doing and give it a shot. They put Don't two thumbs up twice of on your bullshit. They put uh, two thumbs up twice on your cover. Well, my cover is the uh, special edition, but it's got a special slipcase which has like a nice circular, well, an oval, like a. Uh, cut out in the middle of it so you can slip your case into there and you see Beavis and Butthead so this, it's, the, it's the same writing on the cover for both parts of that so it says it's got um, my judge's signature and it says two thumbs up so it's going to leave it like I, I, I know it doesn't matter but uh, do you, what, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes score is or the IMDb score is, uh, I reckon for Rotten Tomatoes it's much higher than Paul Blatt Cop which rules what was I, reckon, I believe that was zero, maybe one. Oh, really? <laughs> Which is like um, the most disrespectful thing because that film I watched it again for Thanksgiving. Great, great yeah. film. Yeah. Funny, sweet, diehard in a mall. Who doesn't want that? Mm. Uh, I um, reckon it's at sixty-nine percent. Nice on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and a. Six point three percent on IMDb because they're cunts. Um, it is a seventy-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes nice. and six point eight out of ten on IMDb. Hey, people are better four, than I believe them to be. Four point three out of five on Amazon.co.uk. Yeah. Um, honestly, I was expecting lower. I mean, it's it's a fun movie, but it's. Utterly pointless. I was just watching the whole thing going, this is so ridiculous. Yeah, it's a satire on um, a generation. They don't uh, get on bikes, do they? That's what it, I'm just looking at the poster no, now, and no, they're they on bikes on the road. Yeah, no. I forgot, I forgot about that. You know, they've got to do the Easy Rider riff on the artwork. Yeah, I suppose so. But you don't yeah. want to watch Easy Rider, because have you seen Easy Rider? That, that film is not fun. Mike Judge might bring back King of the Hill with an older Bobby and do another Beavis and Butthead movie. That's the news and interviews for Beavis and Butthead Do America. Well, I'll tell you what, they're not going to bring back Luan. Why? Dead, is it? Brittany Murph. Oh. Mm -hmm. Um, Its idiocy is irresistible. 
Um, yeah, that's true. Says Bruce Dion's of the New Yorker. Hey, faithful fans of the MTV series will no doubt be amused, but the newcomers who paid the price of admission will likely wonder what all the fuss has been about. Well, all the fuss that's variety. <laughs> Nick Semlin of um of Empire of Empire Marketing good, says, good, good good friend buddy uh gave it oh, a four out of five yeah um reviewed it the day before my birthday October eighteenth two thousand eight apparently for the DVD release that uh, a satisfying mix of pure humour and genuine satire believe it or not I do believe it because I've seen it multiple times. All right, so yeah, tell me about the first time you saw Beavis and Butthead. Uh, that'd Wait, be, no, tell uh, me first, first time you uh, about when you first saw the show. Uh, well, I first saw bits of the show when it was just like randomly thrown together. I believe we had MTV for a while when we got on digital back mm, in the day. Look at you fancy. I, I know. Out of the parents' house to get Sky, to get anything close to digital that wasn't Freeview. But this was, you know, before there was even Freeview as an option. Yeah. You had to, if you wanted channels, you had to go big. And we were yeah. getting rid of the digital switch over early on in the time. So got MTV, and that was one of the things they would show every so often on one of the smaller MTV channels. I was like, oh, it's a cartoon. I like cartoons. I'll give this a go. And I was probably like, what, 10, 11? Right. What time so, did it? So I'd already seen South Park at that point. Right. Of course. What time is it on? I don't remember what time, but it would be. It would be intermittent. It wouldn't be like, you know, oh, you know, it's going to be on every Friday at you know seven yeah. or something. It would be well, just randomly like, um, oh, there's a block. There's two episodes showing here, and you know, it's it's the Beavers about head block for an hour if you're lucky if you're tuning over. But surely it wouldn't be like early, and it wouldn't even be early after the. Uh, the I mean, check. it wouldn't I, be like, like nine o'clock. I don't know. I could see it airing. During the day, because don't forget that time as well, TV was, you know, was a bit more like open for that kind of shit. When it because it wasn't uh, the three or four main channels or five main channels pump. Yeah, time. I suppose so. So it's yeah. a bit more regulated anyway. So like, ah, uh, yeah. free for all. <laughs> no one's, no one, no child is just watching this randomly if they're just switching over from the Flintstones marathon on the Cartoon Network. Yeah. Except for this boy. <laughs> okay, so it's what not like they were just airing Jackass. So you were about ten when you first witnessed I, the, I the show, so, yeah. Um, and then, I'm and of course, immediately it was like, <laughs> I like cartoons <laughs> anyway, and this is just uh, this is just silly. And they're, they're these are two dumb people, but they're quite sweet to being dumb. I like them. And am I I'll right stick guessing, with them? They're going places. Am I right in guessing you did the film and then you went back to a TV show proper? Uh, well. I did the film at BBC Two. Probably, I think, had it on at some point in the right. early noughties. So I caught it then and laughed like mad. And I didn't see the show until two thousand eight. They released the uh, the first volume of Beavis and Butthead plus right. the movie. Okay. And then, like a couple of years later, they they decided they finally released the whole volumes. So I got so I got the movie and the first volume for Christmas that year. And a couple of years later, when it was like five quid, I got the gold collection, all three volumes. Like, right. So I've got, I've, got, I've got one and a half volumes of my shelf or something stupid like that, of all <laughs> of Beavis and Butthead, except for the new stuff. 
And why 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 not the new stuff? Because it's not available. I don't believe it's or? available in the UK. I don't oh, know okay. if it did get a release. If it did get released in the US, I'll go. You know, I'll check now. It yeah, may even not? have a review on Blu-ray.com. Maybe the Maybe. source I go to for all my needs. Beavis, Volume Four. Um, so it did get a release. It is two hundred and fifty-one minutes long. So we had on December fifteenth, nineteen ninety-six, released in the United States on December twentieth. Could have come for Christmas. Yes, um, it was. I remember one of the Simpson commentaries. They discussed at that time that uh, the film was tracking poorly. All oh, right. Okay. That, were, that the word in the industry was that Beavis and Butthead was going to be a real failure. But then it was a surprise hit, and uh, they like to believe that uh, the people who were doing the surveys weren't being honest about what film they were going to go and see that weekend because they didn't want to be stared at uh-huh. as people who would go to see Beavis and Butthead on the big screen. So they probably said, you know, whatever you know, respectable film was coming out, and then all yeah. fucked off to that because it did much better than they, yeah, they really didn't think it was. They thought it was going to do a decent amount because well, some culture. I'm looking. I'm looking on uh, Wikipedia now. It says a uh, budget twelve million, mm-hmm. box office sixty three point one million. Oh, so close. Pretty fucking good. Six more. Yeah, so close. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the years following, many fans rumored the possibility of a sequel, a follow up, tentatively titled Beavis and Butthead's The Sequel or Beavis and Butthead Two. Mm. On August thirty first, two thousand nine, during production of Extract. Mike Judge said he would like to be, see Beavis and Byhead on the big screen again. In 2019, Judge revealed he had some ideas for a new film, saying there might be a potential for a live-action version of the show. I mean, why not? We've had... Uh, we've had, um, had Sonic, we've had Sonic. Tom and Jerry. Yeah, we've got Tom and Jerry coming. We've got uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. Let's bring Beavis and Byhead into our world. Is Rocky and Bullwinkle worth going back to? Uh, well, The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle, written yeah. by Academy Award winner Kenneth Lonergan. <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah, which is it makes a lot more sense when there is that long scene in which uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle are staring out at each other, having not seen each other for a while after Robert De Niro was burnt up in a fire <laughs> years before. <laughs> and Bullwinkle has gone off to become a janitor in a small little town. Uh, Rocky's now got a family He's doing well Jeez, I don't remember anything from that You know, I definitely saw it I definitely remember going to see it you went to, I, like, I, mean, I rented the DVD a couple of years after it came out And it's like, oh, this was fun, I guess Wasn't as good as the old cartoons But, you know I just, I just... What's a Lonergan film without Mark Ruffalo? Mm-hmm. Um, right, so I'm looking at the uh, Beavis and Butthead, the main show uh, Controversy uh, I, th- I believe oh, you'll find it's called Beavis and Butthead Domain Show because it's an Irish <laughs> classic. Uh, early episodes depict. Is it an Irish classic? No, it's not. It's American. Because no, because my <laughs> this cousin is an Irish like, classic. Um, my, it's my Beavis and Butthead. I, my cousin who I oh, God, associate this with is uh, is Irish, so that's that's where I remember ever seeing uh, a copy of the VHS or whatever. <laughs> my judge Ireland. dubbed over an Irish classic. So I, I do it. think of it as an Irish thing. Um, it's like a. You know that Dennis the Menace film Ugh. with the little blonde kid. Um, that I, 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 I associate. Was the neighbor. Yeah. I associate that with Ireland because that's where I've, that's the only place I've ever seen a copy of it. 
really? one of my cousins over there, yeah. I remember, I remember once it was, uh, you know, on the TV listings, it said Dennis the Minister movie. I tuned in, the first five minutes were the most disappointing thing. Uh, someone who was a lifelong Beano reader and yeah. was in the Dennis Nasher fan club, seeing this kid and this goofy music and this world. I was like, what the fuck have you done? <laughs> discovering oh it's, it's an american thing which ha- i think came out the same year the first comic all right i think dennis the menace both dennis the menaces came out either the same year maybe i think it's the same month in the same year hmm. it's wild coincidence they've but got national- some uh, they've got some beavers and buttheads video games as well sure hey Game if you if you could commercialize it for a generation yeah that's what beavers and butthead were about Seems the last one came out in 1999. I was wondering if they maybe bought one out for PlayStation 4 or something. Feels oh, like no, no, that for PSVR 5. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. yeah. You can choose to be Beavis or Butthead. <laughs> and, you, and you have to watch music videos and say funny things. One thing I did like uh, in this film was uh, when Butthead kept going, Shut up, Be- Beavis. Shut up, Beavis. <laughs> um, very simple storyline, isn't it? Yep, um, there is a virus in a computer chip-looking thing yep. that could uh, decimate the world, and uh, it's heading to Washington. Could you imagine a virus spreading across America? Oh, that would be... I can't even think about it. Just, it just And then, then the idea that maybe there oh, might be a Democrat in the White House. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I... <laughs> It starts off like the whole time, you know. Before we watched it, I, I was saying, like, "You were nervous." What, I wonder what the uh, the road trip aspect is going to be kicked off with, and literally straight away, it's they've lost their TV, and you just went, "There you go." <laughs> yeah. Yep. You thought, "Oh, maybe they'll have to, you know, get cable or something." No, just simple. Simpler <laughs> than that. Unplugged. Instead of a cable, MTV unplugged. Wrap, just wrapped up with. We found the old TV again. Yep, and in between, what do we get? Oh yeah, we get the virus stuff, but and also we get movie stars. We do. We Cloris Leachman, more, and Robert Stack, Bruce Willis, and a couple other people. Yeah, more, <laughs> uh, Bruce. Is that what his name is? Yeah. Okay. Uh, tell me when he's been in a film. <laughs> um. Yeah. This was. This was... Have we covered more Demi Moore films than Bruce Willis films at this point? Um, On the show. Possibly. Because Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle, and this. I think that's all, but even so, that might be more than Bruce. Well, we did um, Once Upon a Time in Venice. Oh, God. No. We do, we, I think maybe we're matching with Bruce. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'm looking at Demi Moore's. You know what that means? We have to now. do Over the Hedge at some point so we can push Bruce above. <laughs> Finally, get Avril yeah. Levine on our list as well. Of, of welcome to the shows. <laughs> Did you know Avril Levine plays uh, William Shatner's daughter in that film? Really? Yep. Because they're both Canadian, so it's perfect casting, right? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. No other um, Demi Moore films Demi, Demi. from what I can see that we've done on the podcast. Uh, let's Have we to... done about last night? Bruce Willis. Have we no. done striptease? No. Have we done a few good men? Yeah, but not not for the podcast. No, well, I mean, if you want to get the bonus, and we've not seen the film. Um, 
<laughs> looking at Bruce Williams. Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, how's his uh, how's his IMDb at the moment? Solo albums. Oh Christ. The Return of the his first solo board. his first solo album was called, called The Return, Return of Bruno. Of Bruno. <laughs> if it yep. don't kill you, it just makes you stronger. A classic Bruce Willis, the Universal Masters collection. <laughs> In 2001. Oh, God. It was a tough year for everybody. <laughs> yeah. uh, what have we done for Bruce Willis? Think what, what, I think, like, hold on. What has Bruce Willis done for us? Yeah. <laughs> That's... Oh, we did Fifth Element as well, didn't we? Oh, we did do the Fifth Element. Is that Bruce Willis' film, though? Oh, he's is, in it. Is he in it, really? Maybe it's a deep <laughs> fake. Maybe. Maybe. We, we just don't know. Maybe CGI at that point was so good, and then you look at Arthur and the Mini Moys and you think, "Yeah, I can believe they were real as well." <laughs> hmm. We should do Cop Out. I'm going to quote a line from Cop Out that is used as a freaking gift. Okay. No. 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 <laughs> No. Uh, yeah. I'm a regular that's... Tracy Morgan. <laughs> Just that and once upon a time Venice and he pops up in um uh mm. Charlie's Angels full throttle. Okay. Uncredited. Does, doesn't it? <sighs> so every time we've watched a Demi Moore film, it's been also been a Bruce Willis film. Yeah. An art yeah. problem. We need to get some dem we just need to get out some straight demis here. <laughs> What have we got for that she's been in lately? What can what can we add on to our list? What that he's been in recently is in the last two years. Demi Moore. Oh, Demi Moore. Demi Demi No Brucey. Uh, okay. Um, he was in uh, Brucey was in the Lego Movie too. Yeah. Who was he play? Exactly. The joke um, is he's playing John McClane, but it turns out actually it's just Bruce. It's just straight up Bruce Willis Lego figure. It's even sadder than him playing. John McLean. Rough night. That was terrible. Corporate animals. No one saw that. We can we can go and watch Songbird. Songbird. That's not getting a cinema release. No, that's not. Uh, there was a film with uh, Robin from um, Big well, Big Bang Theory. Uh, How Many Mother? Um, that I think is called Songbird. Smolders. Probably Smolders, yeah. Mrs. Taron Killam. And he's Corporate animals. The Jones. Rough night. Mr. Brooks. Um, Bobby! Yeah, I don't know with Beavers and Buttheads. I'm kind of intrigued if if I had the DVDs now. You were talking about the voices were annoying you and the animation style you were a bit, how's it going to feel for the whole yeah. thing? How early onto it did you start to get comfortable with the fact that it was not going to grate on you? Probably about 10 15 minutes. I was like, oh, oh yeah. this isn't too bad. Yeah, okay, yeah. And what about um, all the various random characters? Did you enjoy them? They were fun. The, the old lady was funny. I like, I like how they kept popping up. Um, mm -hmm. I thought the further out they'd get, the you know, I didn't know that they were going to follow them. <laughs> um, the uh, the whole getting onto the wrong bus thing was <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, it was like obviously set up, and um, the the confessional 
scene was really good. Yeah, it's all in all, it was fun. What do you think about the neighbour? I mean, they were all kind of his propensity like for enjoying butane and his respectability for the area he lives in, <laughs> his annoyance of any of those kids as you get annoyed. Did you enjoy his shtick? Yeah, yeah. Would you like um, to see 13 seasons of that? Uh, possibly. Because that's King of the Hill, and it's I one was of the greats. Yeah. One of the greats. Yeah. God, I love mm. King of the Hill. I love Toby well, Huss. He's so good. He was only in a couple of this. Do you like do Toby Huss? I do like Toby Huss. Remember when Toby Huss was in Halloween? And he gets peanut butter on his dick. And then he does a yo-yo trick, and then he's dead. So he's not in the next two Halloween films. And it seems not like, why really. did you have him in here? Because what a waste of Toby Huss. Bring him back. Let's not have Mike Myers kill people. Let's have Toby Huss kill people with jokes. <laughs> for the next two films. Not as depressing. More funny. Well, I mean, if it weren't for you, I don't think I would have watched this film. So I suppose I should thank you. This is a very important cultural milestone of the 90s. This is when the concept of, oh, those slackers, those stupid, those idiots, turned out to be, oh, it's a joke. They understand. This person is satirising and exploring what it means to be listless and the beauty of the lost generation, as it were. In the same way that American Graffiti was trying to do that 20 years on. Well, do you want to see what I think? Do you want to ask the, the the burning question? I don't know if I need to know because Siskel and Eva gave it two thumbs up. Fair enough. And you know, they, they don't even like the film North. So if they like this Bruce Willis film, it must be good. I'm assuming you've seen the clip of them talking about uh, Rob Reiner's North. I think so, yeah. I believe Ebert uh, says he hates, 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 hates this film. <laughs> like he goes on for I think eight eights. It's hate, eight that's, a, that's a hateful amount of eights. <laughs> Bob might even dare to say I wouldn't, but some might. <laughs> Are you mad that you sat through Beavis and Butthead doing America? No, no, I'm not. Good. I thought I was going to be, but I'm not. Are you movie mad for a I film wouldn't... which has a Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> music drop? I wouldn't say movie map for it. And a segment directed by <laughs> Rob Zombie of a different I Halloween. I wouldn't say movie map. I am more inclined to call myself a fan of Beavis and Butthead. But, yay. Yeah. So, you know, you did your job, I suppose. I did. I did do my job. I did yeah. my job a lot. Well, where can we uh, find you to thank you for doing your job? Oh, that's right, at home, because we don't go out no more. Yeah. Duh. How dare you? Silly, silly man. Social media-wise, Ethan Runt on Twitter. Oh, and thank you for asking. I am don't at movie care. underscore mad on Twitter and on Instagram. Nope, uh, are you movie underscore mad on Twitter and Instagram? Are you movie mad at hotmail.com? And are you movie mad pod on Facebook? Mm-hmm. Don't forget to tune in Fridays for uh, Bluebird. Backstage at the Bluebird. Backstage pod. at the Bluebird. Um, if you want to go to YouTube and find Are You Moving Out on YouTube, we are uploading episodes from the old days, giving you some, some ability to share it with friends quite easily. You can thus, you know, go like, oh, this is a funny moment and share from that point. 
because that's got that ability. Same with Backstage at the Bluebird. You can catch the first 10 episodes already up on there. So you can just yeah. chill out and do that if you don't like podcasting. You want a little bit of visual stuff. I've, I've added some flair to it. Why not? Um, because, you know, I could do anything else in my days, but uh, that's what I chose well, how, to do. How are you going to top this week? What's next week? Next week, um, oh, sorry, is it judging December? Maybe. Well, Maybe it is. So I guess, um, how do you feel about going into work? Oh, yay. Yay? But not, yay. not your work, where you have to handle, you know, the fact that other people exist in that way that you're not sure about them. But people who uh, you see day to day in your cubicles and you think, I need some space from this office. I was going to say, as long as I've got some space. Yeah, you need some space from this office. Well, I have to run, but um, until next week, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose. I've got to go get my new uniform. Oh, I'm very excited. It's going to be erotic. I assume it's got tassels. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network. The UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.